Hello there, welcome back to my music. It's been a while since I did one of this. I've been kind of busy lately, but I decided to drop a couple today and try to find a better schedule. Anyway, um, before I begin my main musing, I will start by talking about our girl. Not our girl. We're gonna talk about the most terrible, most current divorce airing on the interwebs. Okay, so for the people who have been avoiding this drama, like me like i didn't even know about this shit until it started popping up on every timeline i'm in like mr kanye why you have to write your thoughts on the interweb about blah 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 and you don't want your daughter to be on a tiktok what that's not even the story behind this whole story this whole story should just shows a divorce going horrible but to be honest this is a a thing i am seeing with women and i think it's sad that no it's not sad i think it is very sad actually that women who are always on the speaking up for men especially men who Pay no respect to their exes. Let us talk about Kanye and his exes. There was no respect. And at that time, nobody ever checked him. Especially his now-to-be ex-wife. She was like, whatever. All these women who get with men who are disrespectful to their exes. And they don't even have the audacity to tell them this is inappropriate. Ma'am, if you ever thought that that day was not coming for you, it will come for you. I have watched all these women who have been with you help Amanche on his wife. And then you are shocked that years later he will cheat on you the same way you were helping him cheat ma'am you got to know the way that man is treating that woman who you're thinking is not all that and you're winning is the same way he will treat you when you are ceased to be the prize when the way he treats his baby mama or the way he treats his ex Please believe it's the same way he will treat you. So if you are willing to walk the road of embarrassment, of being cheated on, of being ridiculed by that man who you're currently protecting, go ahead. But babes, if you look at him and you're like, uh, no thank you, sir. I don't need this because... I bet you're always thinking like, oh, we're gonna make a baby. Not on planet Earth. Not on Earth, oh. 
earth is ghetto and it will come and attack you in your faith that was my run for this start um also to all the people who are currently catching up on black history month wakanda forever and for those of you who are not in tune with black history month whatever for you black people it is very sad that you're given the smallest month to be your black history month and during this history month is when every white person is trying to figure out when they said nigger last when they disrespected a black woman last all of a sudden all of them are all up in your tl black woman you're a queen you're a queen all i can say is revel in black joy forever not only in february and please be mindful of all this um fake woke black history month people ignore them if they can teach black history the rest time of the year whatever teach your kids the real black history black history is not only the history of slavery and to say that history of slavery is black history without knowing that it's also white history is the most ridiculous part of anything black history is more than just slavery black history is about the continent the og continent it's about the leaders who fought for your right for the civil rights movement it's about the great kings and queens who fought for their land from colonialists it's about the black men and women who are out here creating safe spaces who are out here inventing things who are out here basically doing the black thing creating and celebrating them so to for every black person who's doing black history month or is part of the people who celebrate black history month may this month be full of joy ignore all the haters and do you okay so enough original myth now i'm gonna talk about why i'm actually out here missing um so i was watching i was uh i saw this ad and it was for how i met your father and i was like what how i met your father um okay so apparently it is a spin-off of how i met your mother and it gave me time to reflect on how how i met your mother was a trifling debacle of a show i remember when i was watching it i was young and naive and i was such a show and i was like cracking me up now that i'm older and i've managed to see life and see these tropes that were being presented on that show and i'm like ew i tried watching a couple of episodes again you know to rewatch it and be like ooh and i felt like ew who are these people and why was i laughing so hard 
Well, is that even enjoying this show? I remember, and sure, everybody is going to assume the whole story is about Bernie. Sure, Bernie Stinson was the uh, original growth. Be careful, avoid that man. Ma'am. He was the man who didn't give a damn about women's feelings. He didn't care about how, and worse, he was just the classic trope of how this man was formed. Barney moved to the New York to be with a girl who dumped him for some other guy because he was some kind of hillbilly. And so he decided to change his whole look and become a dude with a suit, won back that girl, and then dumped her. And then he became this ladies man who didn't give a shit about women all his troubles is the conquest of women and his greatest um say his greatest joy was the fact that no woman ever stayed over the next day and all that shit the conquistador there he was just the dude who was just slamming women and yes he was gross he was misogynist and he was basically a borderline disgusting and then basically he was just everything that you're like you the way he would manipulate women the way he would manipulate situations and the way he dismissed women like they were nothing it was really gross but barney Bernie's not the problem with How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother's greatest problem was Ted. Oh! I have come to realize Ted is worse than Bernie because Ted believes he's better than Bernie and therefore women should be willing to marry him, settle down with him, Basically, he was like, I'm the nice guy. Like, yeah, I'm nice. He was the guy who said, you know, I don't treat you like Bernie. So, I'm not seeing the problem with me. In the whole show, Ted never walked on himself. Ted assumed that he was perfect. I guess the whole thing was, the whole show was based on Ted Mosby. But the point of this is that Ted was terrible. Let's begin with why. Ted met, um, her name is vanishing from my mind. Ted met Robin. Ted immediately fell in love with Robin, day one. Classic weird behavior. Even Robin was a confused. Dude, you took me out. And then he stole a French horn. And then all of a sudden, Ted is like, you're going to be my wife. I can see you having me kids. What? And the reason why they never worked out is that Robin told Ted she didn't want to get married and she didn't want to have kids. But Ted, as the classic nice guy, always never assumed that one day Robin would change her mind for him. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. And then he was like, oh no, I don't love you. Let's just be friends. When actually 
he was like no i'm not really your friend i still love you but you know we can just be friends mm -mm. classic i'm the nice guy trope like to the t now robin already told you she don't want you as a man and you're like sure let's be friends but in the back of your mind you're like i'm gonna change her mind later sir you're gross you know you're gross the fact that you don't think you're gross is disgusting two ted and other women the first woman i think was on one was victoria victoria was perfect for ted she was a baker she was into baking she was a sweet kind women blah 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 whatever she was just, okay the thing is ted was in love with robin and when victoria the the beautiful girl asked him are you still are you in love with robin he blatantly lied that he wasn't and throughout the show that has been the bone of contention with ted ted is clearly clearly like night and day in love with that girl but he is busy telling all these women who are picking up on this like no we're just friends no if i was a girl and i met a dude who obviously loved his friend and he's telling me he doesn't love his friend but i can tell him how is that gonna work though brother handle your shit properly this is how he saying my god ted ted was the problem also ted was the constant how we say ted had this problem ted had the greatest problem of the nice guy which was he fell in love with love okay he was in love with being in love like the whole thing of wooing but the problem with ted which can be seen when which is seen throughout the show is that when he gets together with a girl problems begin why because now he has to actually deal with the real life girl you know they're no longer in love they're no longer swimming in this great no 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 a problem with ted is when things started getting weird ted would escape and how does ted escape by either asking advice from barney what is that though like why would you talk to a misogynist on how to deal with the relationship he don't know he don't care and his two friends lily and i forget his name now ted was basically the the problem of the show i come to see it now and i've realized ted never worked on himself Ted was just he felt he was great and therefore women when this woman was like I want to get back with my ex blah 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 he wasn't understand oh he had so many issues oh anyway and then let's talk about Lily and husband whose name I forget Lily and husband they were portrayed as the stable couple of the show but we got to be real they were not really very good at being a couple because 
they both had issues with making decisions for each other like one minute they're together the next minute someone has made this biggest decision without comfort they were not very good at communication apparently they were in love and all that but there were very many instances of miscommunication that they had also let's also acknowledge that Lily had a very that his name just came and then it disappeared Lily uh, had a I'm trying to remember his name Lily's husband Lily's husband ah the point is this that yeah sure they were the least problematic of the show but they had their problems And the other people, the other person who was, I think the greatest character, the character who probably stayed true to herself both throughout most of the show was Robin. Robin was trying to become a newscaster. She didn't want kids. She was a Canadian pop star. But I think the place where the show went sideways is when they paired Robin with Barney. Robin was guy Barney because she was supposedly great at being emotionless like she could cut those dudes off like yeah, like you know she could be a, a she was portrayed as the guy's girl like she could go out smoke Cuban you know help Barney pick up a girl and then Barney fell in love with her and then they had this brief frame and they broke up blah 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 it was a long story and then they got back together and then a whole season was their wedding why anyway um i think robin should have just talked to who she was the babe who didn't want to get married and have them kids i mean that is a great decision for a person if you're a girl and you want to get married girl do you do you there is no law that says just because you're a woman you are entitled to have a marriage or to pop a baby up nine that's a myth i was just disappointed that she had to be like no she's a bride she got married uh exhausting really um but there's so many other issues with the show and i guess most shows have issues but i've come to realize that that show had a lot more issues than we acknowledged at the time um i read somewhere that some characters from how i met your mother could feature in how i met your father but um here uh, i read a uh, um that neil patrick said that he would not be coming back to the show unless Barney was a changed man. I applaud him for that because he acknowledges that in today's society, Barney is just... I think before, Barney was celebrated as the guy who could get all the girls. But now people are like, he was really terrible. Really terrible. And some of the things he did to get girls to sleep with him were nowhere 
full content was given for that okay like the part where he was like basically if you have to manipulate a woman to lie to, to sleep with you that is not consent my friend that has gone on into territories of sexual assault and i'm glad that in the age of women realizing that certain characters were painted horribly and they were not really great is a great way to look back at shows i mean this is how i when i go back and i see the shows i used to watch and i realize oh my god ew let's not even go to how most shows are basically pro-police no thank you no thank you ma'am no thank you ma'am the only police show which was true to actual policing was the shield you can fight forever but the shield was the most accurate portrayal of police culture so that's all i have to say on that matter anyway i don't know if i'll be watching how i met your father i don't think so anyway uh, while we're still on the case of TV shows, which are... Let's talk about Euphoria. I think, and this is my opinion, Euphoria should have been a limited series. Season 1 was enough. Boom. That show is hella problematic. Let's not even talk about how ridiculous... Which high school is that? Who does that? Which school is that? I'm getting sure after school activities are different, but I'm like, if that's what's happening in high school, the kids are not okay. Anyway, that's my opinion. If you're not in this limited series, you know, just do one season and end that shit. I also thought the same of 13 Reasons Why. Season 1 was great. Season 2 was. Mm, season 3? y'all dragging this story too long season four my god was that season five i'm not sure anyway also on the tv land matters um i read there's gonna be a prequel to supernatural and as a supernatural super fan oh my god i love supernatural I love Supernatural to the point where if you have a terrible opposition on Supernatural, I will ask you to keep it to yourself because I might fight you. Might fight you. I have loved the show since season one. Baby. Baby. I have loved Sam and Dean from the dawn of Sam and Dean. I'm pretty sure season, when I watched when I watched season one, I was like, damn. If you watch it now, they really age nice. So much. And I had that's gonna be a prequel. Achoo. 
Okay, so I prepared for Supernatural. I don't know how that would be. Would they show us summon being before or when the spirituals were happening? If you follow that story, you will know the twists and turns of Supernatural. And I'm just gonna say that Supernatural was the greatest show because it was just great. It was exceptionally well done. Like, ugh, I don't know. Plus, it was a niche show for people. Like, if you never got Supernatural, I don't think you'd get it. And I totally get the people who are always like, it was never a show for many people. There is a SPN family, an SPN fandom, and they know there are people who are in these doms and they have always loved that show. And people who are not in it don't get it. It's like the girls who get it, get it, and the ones who don't, don't. Um, but the thing is, I love Supernatural because from season one, it just got wilder and wilder. And I think I'll make a whole episode where I just talk about how great Supernatural is because Supernatural deserves its own goddamn music. Um, anyway, so which other show did I see is coming back? Apparently, they're rebooting Criminal Minds. Why though? Why though? Why? Why? That show ended for a reason. I mean, how many serial killers are y'all going to track for? How many of your main characters are going to be disappearing for real? I was just like, a show ends for a reason. Don't reboot Criminal Minds. Try something else. Like, give us something else. Why don't you bring us a show? Oh, also, the rebooted Dexter. <laughs> Why though? I get it. Season 5, Dexter did spin off the rails. For real. But, was it season 5? I'm not sure. The last season before this one came back. It was just... Terrible. Now Dexter's son is back with him. And Dexter's son is also a serial killer. What? What happened to the other two kids? I'm pretty sure one of them was also a a serial killer. I haven't watched it. So if something happens, I don't want to know. What else? Um, I'm just gonna be ranting on TV stuff, I guess. Ah, there hasn't been anything else interesting. Oh, okay. There's this story about apparently, um, Kendrick Lamar and the creators of South Park were teaming together to make a comedy about. A black man who finds out who works in the museum and finds out that his girlfriend who's white obviously that her family owned his and then they're gonna navigate that and the thing was like this my question was how is that comedic friends which jokes y'all be making your grandpa papa pa, pa, used to whoop my grandma mama, mama? 
or 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 let's not even talk about the fact that they could be related i mean if his grandpapa was doing the things that slave owners used to do meaning taking slaves without consent y'all know so why y'all anyway i am like i hope they scrub that idea because i am hella tired of shows that are always portraying the same story of slavery it is always great or it's always great when tv producers just sit down and discuss how ooh, let's make a new show and the first thing they see a black man they're like let's talk about slavery and it's never about its effect i mean the fact is this thanks to slavery there is constant the effects of slavery are still being felt today slavery this white supremacy is in slavery and the effect it has had on the self-esteem the traditions the family relations they're still being felt today i would recommend for people to read this book don't cry for me um i think i'll write the author um it's about a book about a, a black man who is estranged with his black son and he talks about the reason why they're estranged is basically rooted on how they view he viewed his view on how to raise his son and he talks about when he was raised by his grandfather his grandfather was like maybe third generation from slavery or his his great grandfather just was a slave and they just bought land and part of the freedom you know like when slaves were freed and then were told they could buy land it was in arkansas and his grandfather was hard so his grandfather was emotionless his grandfather believed in one thing working because that was their work and he believed that they had showed their words to white people in order for them to exist the many years of slavery have managed to strip black people from believing in their worth they believe their only worth is to dance to the tune or to be of use to white people anyway this book is very good i think i'll talk about it in another show but the book is very telling and it's very deep and it's one of the most accurate books it's mostly a fictional book but it really does go into the heart of father son relationship in current in in within african american culture and also it does touch on the fact it does bring about and you a way to look at it and you can see how slavery and discrimination and white supremacy have created a distance between various generations and you can see how in current generations how people talk about all oh, these kids they, they don't act like before 
or they are not here for the family or they want us to act like this i think this discourse is basically can be seen on matters like um gentle parenting african americans could not they believed in or they believe older generations have always believed in whooping your child and the thing is whooping your child is very traumatic to your child you can always be you can always say i was whooped and nothing is wrong with me but you need to sit down with yourself and ask yourself am i really okay that's a different topic what i'm saying is this descent can be seen in how current generations as they heal from their trauma and they realize that wing whooped actually silenced their voices it actually placed them in this box of fear but you have to understand that black american african americans black americans did not know any better most of them the only way they knew how to discipline was by beating because that's what they were getting from the field and they were trying to instill the child in ways so that the child does not stray or all this fear and whoopings were supposed to keep the child safe by making them follow certain behaviors in order for them to conform to society and not stick out because for those who stuck out chances are they would be killed they would be thrown away anyway this all this all story is very interesting and when i read about they want to make a, a comedy about that i'm like what comedy are we going to be with jokes about chattel slavery are we going to be laughing at which dinner table shall we become and joking at when you know that your girlfriend her family owned your family and when people say owned when you talk about owned you have to understand these people were captured and they were property human beings were property of another human being and they were treated inhumanely beyond inhumane when you read about the dark era that was chattel slavery and the terrible things that were done with jokes you're going to make which of they going to make which, which jokes are we going to laugh at about black children being thrown in the river to be eaten by alligators which jo- which joke we love that which joke Uh we joke will will laugh at when we hear about black skin being used as lampshades. I mean y'all saw Hitler was the OG. He learned it from somewhere, friends. How about black hair being used as stuffing for cushion? How about black people being eaten in slave ships? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. When will the jokes begin from the friends? I'm tired of shows that are let us see a black vampire. That's all we want. Blade come through. Blade come through. Let us watch 
black seers who just do, all they do is just be black. There's no topic about slavery. All they do is be black. There's a show in Netflix. It's about a black young man who is able to travel through time. And whoa, can I just say, I was impressed. That whole show, there was not even one talk about racism. There was no one talk about slavery. My God, I was like, thank you. I forget the name of the show because I'm very bad with remembering. But let's have shows like that. Let's have a black superstar. Like all he does is just hang out in his house and shoot fire out of his eyes while saving people or killing them. Ooh, this is have a black serial killer with no reference to slavery and shit. Like he just kills people like Dexter because it's fun. Give us those characters. Black sci-fi. Give us a black sci-fi show where black people are just sci-fi, whatever that means. Thank you. None of these chatelling, chatelling, slavery. Then we're making jokes. Jokes though. Jokes. Anyway, for good TV shows for Black History Month, Abbott Elementary. Oh ho ho. Boy, 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 boy. Can I just say, that guy from Everybody Loves Chris, he grew up fantastic. He looks good. He act good. <laughs> Ooh, About Elementary is touching my heart. Ooh, yes, watch About Elementary. It's funny. It's fun. Anyway, so that was my rant. Mm. I think I will end with this word. Fuck people who are white and they are busy using the N-word in their podcast. And then have the mendacity to apologize because now they see that there were 70 episodes, friends. 70 episodes where some dude who has a big-ass podcast was talking about the n-word referring to black people as monkeys saying this joke let us let us repair it when he said this joke about going to africa i hope i don't get AIDS. <laughs> no joke no funny friend because i just learned today that there's a new hiv strain which is perhaps deadlier than all the rest and more virulent and guess what it's that bitch the Netherlands. So when people start sending apologies to being the ones being like Africa, 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 y'all better know the greater HIV that will kill you is from your fellow white man. Keep your names out of our mouth, please. Keep our names out your mouth. Also, Omicron is currently a white people problem. That's all I have to say. It was great talking to you guys. Till the next time.